Welcome to the Linux Gaming News Punch episode 5. My name is Liam and I'm going to be going over some of the recent interesting Linux gaming topics for the next few minutes. First up we're going to jump on into the actual game section with Oxygen Not Included from Clay Entertainment, probably one of my favourite developers. They've announced that Oxygen Not Included, their Space Colony simulation game, is going to be leaving early access. It's going to do so in May and it's going to be coming with a bunch of new content like three new biomes, new creatures to find, new buildings and more. They've also announced something quite exciting which is a official mod support making it possible for players to create their own content. Now modding support is something that is incredibly interesting because it can extend the lifespan of basically any game. Now modding support is absolutely amazing because it enables players to create things that the developers themselves might not have even thought of. This enables the game to become even more popular which has happened with so many other games in the past it's a brilliant idea to put into your game. They've also said that while they will be doing some bug fixes and the usual quality of life updates after release, most of the team are actually moving on to doing DLC, so the game is going to continue expanding well after the final official release. Next up, we have two bits of System Shock news, as Nightdive Studios have showed off some updated footage of their reboot of the original System Shock. Now, Nightdive Studios have had a bit of trouble with the System Shock reboot because they went in a direction that was quite different from the original. They ended up pausing development on it and then kind of going back and redoing it. But now it does look really, really good. This is one that was actually funded on Kickstarter. It had over 21,000 people and over $1.3 million given to them. So it's not like they didn't have a lot of money to actually get this finished. It's looking like the actual release will be sometime this year. And as far as we know, Linux support is still confirmed for it. Another bit of System Shock news is that System Shock 3, which is being made by Other Side Entertainment, might actually be coming to Linux as well. When I actually spoke to them on Twitter, they said it was too early to confirm anything just yet, but once the process is nailed down for Underworld Ascendant, it should be easier for their future titles to see Linux releases. So it's positive that they are still bringing Underworld Ascendant to Linux, and System Shock 3 is on their radar for us as well. Next up we have something that's a bit of a rarity on Linux which is a massively multiplayer online game. This is Albion Online and next month it's officially going free to play. This has actually had Linux support since the moment they put out their releases which has been awesome. So with the free to play release on April 10th they basically said the business model isn't changing it's just that you don't have to pay up front to actually get into the game. Nothing in the game is going to be locked behind some sort of paywall although they will still have a premium account system so that you can purchase using in-game or real money to basically get boosts on various actions. And anybody who has purchased it before 10th of April will basically get some special items like gold, uh, special wolf mount, some extra days of premium, things like that. For those who haven't actually played Albion Online before, just be aware that it's a very player versus player orientated game. There's not a huge amount of player versus the environment. It has a few different monsters to battle against, dungeons to travel through and so on, but there's no sort of quest system. So if you're not somebody who enjoys PvP, you probably won't enjoy that very much anyway. 
Next up, we have a game called Second Earth from the developer Free Lives. Some of you might recognize the name Free Lives because they made Broforce, which is probably my all-time favorite action platformer because it's just insane. So if you haven't seen Broforce before, do go check that out as well. But their new game, Second Earth, is a mix of strategy and tower defense. Now, to be clear, this is a very early prototype. As early as it is though, it does show a massive amount of promise for what it is. As it takes a lot of elements from tower defense games, you will be trying to basically barricade yourselves in, but unlike a lot of tower defense games, it doesn't have specific set points where you have to place your towers down, so it does play a lot more like a base building, real-time strategy game. You'll basically be facing off against enemies in waves, and it has a very Starship Troopers type feel to it, so you'll have absolutely tons of these weird bug aliens coming towards your walls and you'll have massive towers behind them to blow them away and you can also have like little troops running alongside your walls tesla towers to electrocute them and all sorts of things like that it's very very cool so that's second earth do go check it out and you've got nothing to lose on that because it's a very early prototype it is free to play for the moment as well which is really cool and now we're moving on to the final game news here is that We Happy Few from Compulsion Games is still coming to Linux and they've given a ray of hope. I did ask them on Twitter if the Linux release is soon as they're doing a major update to the game with different game modes and they said, and I quote, closer every day exclamation mark. So with that in mind, it should actually be pretty soon. I mean, it's pretty overdue now. That's the end of the game news section. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about some software. As SteamOS is alive, sort of, they've put out a new beta that's got updated drivers. It's got Mesa 18.3.4. They've updated the NVIDIA drivers as well to 415.27. And there's some security updates. And that's about all they've done. It's good, though, that they're still giving it a bit of attention. They haven't dropped it yet. There's no sign of them actually dropping it. Perhaps when Steam has the new library features out that they've teased out recently at GDC, SteamOS might see a bit of attention. Who knows? Valve are very tight-lipped, so we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Now, a bit of hardware news, as Atari have announced that the Atari VCS, surprise, surprise, has been delayed because they are upgrading the internals. They're moving over to AMD Ryzen, so it should be a bit more powerful. They're saying that the North American schedule for it should be around the end of 2019. There's a lot of things I could say about this that I'm not really sure that I should or not because I'm not entirely convinced that it's actually a fully real product that they're going to actually put out. I'm still sort of expecting some announcements about even more delays and an eventual cancellation but I would really like to be surprised on this because it looks really nice and now that it's got Ryzen it should be decently powerful to actually do some interesting things. The form factor with it is great as well. It would be really nice to have a unit like that running Linux underneath my TV. And given that they said you can run a normal Linux distribution on their Atari VCS, then it actually should be quite cool if it turns out to be real. Our final bit of news today is Google Stadia or Stadia, whatever you want to call it, their new cloud gaming service because it is built on top of Debian Linux and Vulkan. 
which is very interesting. The problem is that it's gaming, streaming, and Google all together. The worrying thing about this is what happens if it's a huge hit and Google act the same way they have with search, advertising, and the Chrome browser. That is a ridiculous amount of power to hand over to one single company, given how much data and stupid things they do with it already. Like the big Google Plus data leak that they decided not to actually tell anybody because they didn't want to get in trouble, so they decided to actually shut it down. There's a lot of issues that come with game streaming, especially from Google. I mean, it could be shut down at any time. You've also got to deal with the latency, modding. And what about game preservation? There's basically no chance of doing that with game streaming. The controller looks nice though, but apart from that, I'm not really convinced by it. Too many issues, and even when it was at DGC, people who were shown the demo and tried the demo, even they could see and feel the input lag, which is not good. If you're showing it at GDC, it should be basically perfection. If you can't even get it right there, that's pretty worrying. But the slight upside to it is that it might put Linux and Vulkan far more into developers' minds than anything else has so far, which could have a good knock-on effect for the Linux desktop. We'll just have to wait and see on that one. And that's all for this week. Thank you for joining me again on the weekly Linux Gaming News Bunch. My name is Liam. I have been your host. And if you want the latest and most up-to-date Linux gaming news, do check out GamingOnLinux.com and I will be here again next week. Thank you. See you later.